So, look, uh, we're about to, you're about to listen to the Home Time podcast. And it's a cracker tonight. We've got some good stuff on it. Um, our producer, Adem, just asked Richie and I, what has Danielle got on this evening in terms of the, the programme? Yep. But Richie made the very, uh, very, I think, pretty damn good joke of... Jeans, black jacket and a hat. And what we just so we start the podcast with just a celebration of dad jokes. Because egos, that's such a bad dad joke, and it put him in a right old grump. I, I, one of the things that really does sadden me... Yeah. Recent years, you know, over the last decade maybe, dad jokes... People are so snooty about them. You know, and, and, and they shouldn't be snooty because where would we be if a dad couldn't sit there at a table at a foreign restaurant or bar and not use uh, the top of a Belgian beer bottle for a monocle? <laughs> where would we be without that? So I tell you what, let's 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 um, role play it just so you hear the drama of that joke one more time. Yeah. Um, you you play your part. I'll play mine. Um, it's, so we got Adem in on this as well. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Adem, on. can you come around here because we just need you to do your bit into the microphone. Yeah, just to give the listeners a laugh. Yeah. So, um, go on. what did you say to us? What's Danielle got on the show tonight? No, 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 no that's no, not, not. No, no. Don't you dare. What's, right. Dan- what's Danielle got on? No. Dan- oh my goodness, you've been well, terrible. What did I say? You need your line is. Sorry about this, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> your line is. What's Danielle got on tonight? What's Danielle got on tonight? Uh, black jeans, <laughs> black jacket and a hat. Yay! It's the show. I was in a grump before that, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't the reason I was in the grump. Cut that bit out, please. Yeah. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Bush and Richie here. This is the Hometime Show. It's Absolute Radio on a Tuesday afternoon. A busy old show today. We've got all the layers from the red carpet of the Brit Awards, thanks to MasterCard, as our very own Ross Buchanan. Uh, we've given him a bag of what can only be described as tut from a corner shop. <laughs> and we'll see uh, what star grabs what snack in our Brits bingo. That's all on the way on this show. Uh, day two of half term. How are you coping in your house if you have people there who are on half term? Uh, I caught the training to work today and uh, found myself mumbling and grumbling to myself like some kind of old guy uh, because one of the carriages that I was stood waiting to get on completely graffitied. You did a good tweet little photo of it. I did, I did because I couldn't believe it. Um, it, it, I don't normally... My, my trains don't seem to normally have graffiti. So I, I could be putting two and two together and getting 67 and getting it completely wrong. But I thought, this is weird. It's half-term and this is going on. Bit of a coincidence, isn't it? It's not the kind of activity that I got back up, uh, got, got into back in my day. Back in my day, I remember half-term, wistfully, I remember making a newspaper for my family. Wow. I was ten. Your own, like your own newspaper? My own newspaper. What kind of stories would be featured in, the, what do we call it, the Richie Times? I, I think it was something very similar to that. <laughs> News of the first. Back page, which would be sport, would have been uh, if my junior school football team had uh, picked up a win. OK, great. I would, of course, been man of the match. Yeah, of course. Say, for example, my brother had come off his bike and cut himself. That might be front page news. What's your brother's name again? Alex. And the latest on Alex. He may have been pushed off by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, that was half-term. I can remember doing me headlines, me black felt tip pen, and then come Friday, I'd go into work with me dad, photocopy 15 sheets of it, and then try and flog it to me nan and me granddad Aww. and me aunties and uncles for 10p. That's that like was a good, my half-term. A good, honest half-term. Exactly. I remember one half-term, we, we saved an injured bird. A bird landed in our back garden, and his little wing had all gone weird. He'd, like, done a bit of rubbish flying and hit the <laughs> wall or something. And we nursed him back to full recovery, this little black bird. Did you? A bit terrified of him. But he lived in a box in our conservatory. We were doing pretty well for ourselves in the 80s. And then we nursed him back and then he flew off. It was a lovely childhood moment. A very wholesome half-term. A million miles from spray-painting the side of a train. So, look, it's half-term. Share us your half-term tales 
of back in the day. Back in the day. Maybe it'll give today's kids some ideas of what to do. Absolutely. 8.12.15 to text us or tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. It's Hometime with Bush and Ritchie, 4.26 right now. After my train on the way in today, couldn't see out the windows, couldn't see out the doors. Graffiti all the way down the side. What's going on in half term these days? I used to I used to make newspapers for the family to read. It's a different type of half term these days, isn't it? Do Share you know I mean? your half term tales with us. 8, 12, 15. From back in the day, the wholesome ones. Sure, we used to go door to door and sell uh, rose water aftershave or perfume <laughs> that we used to make. Just a little bowl, a couple of bits of stuff from probably next door's rose a bush or garden or whatever. I think Vic Pacilio was my neighbour <laughs> who sat back in the day in Trowbridge. He was one of those neighbours that if you kicked the football over his garden, he wouldn't give it back. Oh, right. Uh, but anyway, nick some rose petals off of, off of his fence or whatever put it in a bottle of water, leave it there overnight, and then the neighbours would buy it for like 50p or a pound. He'd do well getting your uh, your, your rose petal perfume, despite the fact he didn't give your footballs back. No, I know, exactly. It, the irony was, I was I was making him pay for stuff that come out of his garden. <laughs> You're so a joke's, good man. Joke's back on him. Uh, hi, guys. We used to play Cagney and Lacey on our rally bikes without walkie-talkies, following the neighbours to the supermarket and spying on them, pretending they were criminals. Oh, my, I love that. <laughs> I like a bit of spying. Yeah. That is a, that's a great idea. Uh, you can text the show 81215. You can give us a bell as well. We've got Scott on the line. Uh, Scott, what did you used to get up to? Well, what it was, it's, it's me and my sister. My sister made me um, do a, um, basically do a whole dance show for the local old people's home. Um, wow. And, and I don't know why, where she came up with the idea. She went down, volunteered us to do this, this dance show, came up with this whole dirty dancing theme that she must have uh, seen the DVD of. And we had to, in the whole summer... Putting the whole act together, choreography, music, the whole lot, including the whole lift, which I never wow. dropped her on the head. That didn't work out good, so well. Good job, but, you know, um, good job you never went to my school, Scott. Unbelievable. Well, who who lifted you? Lift. Did you lift someone else or were you doing or did someone lift you? I lift you had to lift your sister. Yeah. There's a bit of jeopardy if that goes wrong in an old person's home, isn't it? It is. Honestly, I nearly dropped her on the head. It could have gone dreadfully wrong. It was just it was the worst summer ever. No one ever put Scotty in the corner. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Steve, what did you do? Well, all I did was live on my BMX bike with mates of mine and we went to a local quarry and just jumped, ramped. You know, that was all we lived for, really. I sure I remember a 1970s safety video with Steve on his BMX <laughs> in a quarry. Doesn't sound safe to me, Steve. Oh, yeah. There was no health and safety. I mean, we had to get through a fence and over a barbed wire, uh, another fence to get into the quarry. But once you were in there, there was nobody there anyway. So you just bounced so, around all over the place. How but... many seasons of Stranger Things were you in in the end then, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit just like it. Two, just a two around, um, I don't know, 83, 84. <laughs> and Steve, after this risky childhood, what do you do now to ply your trade? I'm a, uh, I've got a communications business. I sell communications to companies. Do you know what, whenever we get someone who's a bit sketchy on there, you're always ending up in communications, <laughs> aren't they? Unbelievable. It's because all you need is a bit of front to make it work, that's really. You just need the front to sell it to people. He's very honest. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Cheers, Steve. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We're very much looking forward to seeing y'all on Sunday for the Hometime Pub Grub Showdown. It, it's great that what's turned out from a, a bad night we had in the pub where uh, the meals that we l- know and love weren't there yep. has actually, through a journey here on this radio station, turned into an event. We're going to get to meet you guys. We're all going to have a brilliant 
slap up pub lunch for £20 a head, which is going to be brilliant. Raise some money for the Special Olympics, which is going to be fantastic. And we're going to see who has really got it going on in terms of being able to choose a menu that the public love. So it's happening this Sunday, Sunday lunchtime at the Vintry uh, in London. Our menu's going head to head and we've tried to learn a little bit about the dishes as the week has gone on. I feel we've learned quite a bit in terms of different things. Here's a closer look at Richie's main course, Hunter's Chicken. It's the mid-90s and Saturday night television is ruled by one show. Contenders, ready! Gladiators, ready! For over a hundred episodes, we were glued to plucky members of the public taking on the strongest and fittest athletes to see who would win overall. Some of those athletes were scary too. Michael Van Wyck played the part of Wolf, a long-haired, angry gladiator who sometimes would have his opponent beaten through reputation alone. His diet of chicken, he's a wolf of course, gave him the ripped and muscly body to beat anyone. He ruled the roost in season one and ITV knew it. They needed to add further gladiators to strengthen competition in the show. James Crossley was added. He made an immediate impression. His long blonde hair made him a fan favourite. Hunter was here. And Wolf didn't like it. Not only was he a threat to his popularity on the show, but he hated how Crossley ate chicken. He added pig to the dish. He's a hunter, of course. Bacon wrapped the breast with cheese oozing from the pork blanket into the barbecue sauce that he also loved to eat it with. Host Ulrika Johnson later admitted that the new dish was also a favourite of hers, discovering it while seeing Crossley during 1996's fifth series. And so Hunter's Chicken was born. A dish to change light entertainment history and Richie Firth's main course in the Hometime Pub Grub a Showdown! Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Bush and Richie with Hometime Tuesday evening. Home of the Hometime Pub Grub Showdown, educating you all about the... Uh, the ma- Do you know what? I, I, I'm salivating even at the thought of the food on Sunday. Oh, well, you, you, your own main course is so good <laughs> yeah. that you're salivating. Uh, educating you uh, about the dishes uh, that uh, are going to be consumed on Sunday lunchtime. Just learnt a lot about Hunter's Chicken. A very interesting text has just come in from uh, Glenn. Uh, I think we should call him back uh, and find some more details, but we'll do that in a second because uh, we need to go to showbiz. That's right, uh, it's the Brit Awards tonight, uh, thanks to Mastercards, and we'll be bringing you all the backstage gossip on Home Time tonight. Our very own Ross Buchanan is backstage on the red carpet with a bag of sweets that he's hopefully going to use to entice the stars so we can get to have a bit of a chat with them. Uh, Ross, how's it looking right now? Uh, it's looking quite busy, it's very hot under these lights. Uh, the celebrities absolutely everywhere. Uh, hot lights, not necessarily helpful with your little carrier bag of chocolate from the corner shop. No, I think some of them are melting, actually. Yeah. What have we got in there? Just, just so the audience know what is on offer for the stars of the Brit Awards tonight. Just give us an example of some of the things that are in your bag. OK, so we have uh, a bounty, after eights, matchmakers, Rolos, Twix and party rings. Someone's Ooh. lucky if they go away with um, a whole box of after eights. I think I'd rather that than the actual little statuette itself. I, I've, 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 I've made my views on mint and chocolate very clear. <laughs> I think, if anything, that's a bum steer. Uh, Ross, has anyone stopped to talk to you yet and indeed take some chocolate? Tom Walker took a curly whirly and I've just spotted Johnny Marr. 
Wow. <laughs> I just saw a curly whirl. He's got a love a cheer when you were talking about it. <laughs> Still popular. Yeah. 2020, they love it. OK, right, we'll tick off Tom Walker and the curly whirly and we'll catch up with you later and see what Johnny Marr goes for. In a bit. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We heard about ten minutes ago the origins uh, of Hunter's Chicken. Who'd have thought that? I never knew that. Yeah, lay with, uh, with Hunter from Gladiators, uh, a show I'm sure we all liked back in the 90s. Who can forget his poem? Uh, but uh, Glenn texted us uh, a very passionate text uh, relating to Hunter's Chicken, saying he's got some, uh, some intel, so we've got him back on. So, Glenn, what do you know about it then? Well, basically... Chicken, bacon, barbecue sauce and cheese. Yeah, that is Hunter's Mas- chicken. Yeah, man, man, mash it all together or stick it in a, a bun and a, a baguette, have it on plate with chips, it's great. You, you make it, it sound so appetising, Glenn. It is, it is very good. I, I, I just can't get enough of it. He loves it. Uh, and have yeah, you, uh, did you come under another name? I mean, I'd never heard of Hunter's chicken before Richie started going on about it. Have you heard of it as anything else? Yeah, Chicken New Yorker. New Yorker? Chicken New Yorker? Is that, what, like a Burger King burger or something? It sounds like it should be a burger. Well, that's the way it was. It used to be in a burger, in a, in a, a brioche bun. Oh. Wow. Do you know what? In fairness, I mean, obviously, everyone knows I love a hunter's chicken. Yeah. Nothing's ever made worse by adding bread. That's a good point. It only can get better with bread. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind it with bread or without bread. He's not fussy, this fella. <laughs> no, I'm, Glenn, I'm not fussy. There's no way I, like I could tempt you over to my side with my bangers and mash main that wouldn't draw you away from Richie's Hunter's Chicken for a second. I'm not a great lover of bangers. All right, mate. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know, I, I just don't. I find them not as appetising as they used to be. What, they ain't got enough fat in them. <laughs> and do you know what? Once you've taken his bangers away, all you've got is left of a, a plate of mash. That's it. That's literally yeah. it. Uh, I, I yeah, see, Joe, whilst you got him on, I'm really keen to find out Glenn's views on the rest of our menu. So, starters-wise... Um, halloumi fries. Versus prawn cocktail. Uh, I'll go for the halloumi. <laughs> Look, if you love Richie so much, why don't you marry him, Glenn? <laughs> let's, let's see if you've got a consolation point for the dessert. Let's have a dessert then. So it is uh, salted caramel ice cream and shortbread. Versus lemon meringue pie. I used to make ice cream and I used to love it. So it's got to be the ice cream. Yeah! Consolation, last minute goal for Bush. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. It's a big night tonight for the world of showbiz. Uh, it's the Brit Awards with Mastercard. Ross Buchanan is down on the red carpet for us. We're catching up with him since we last spoke, Ross. It's all kicking off. It has got very busy here. It's all going off. Do you know what? With the background noise it's got going on there. Ross could just be in Weatherspoons. This whole Brits thing might be an absolute fuss. It, it's a ruse. He's just down the boozer. So you're armed with the, uh, the carry bag of sweets. Who has stopped by since we last spoke and what have they taken? So, uh, first of all, we spoke to Tom Walker, who grabbed the curly whirly. Uh, then we spoke to Johnny Marr, who wasn't a fan. He was, he was spooked by the Rolos, and uh, he, he wasn't interested, didn't take anything. Well, so I, I'm a big Johnny Marr fan, big, big Smiths fan. I, I yeah. don't know if I can be a fan of anyone who 
when presented with a bag full of free chocolates for sweets, doesn't take anything. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not well, right. He's not a fan of a Mars bar, which was strange. Wow. Okay, so it's a, it's a blank from Johnny Marr, and uh, anyone else pop by? Yes, Bastille as well, who, who took the party rings, which I think is fair, because <laughs> there's, there's four of them, so, you know... At least they've got a fair spread there. Do you yeah. know what? The great thing with the party ring, and I'm sure those uh, tables at the Brits, they have their, like, tea and coffee. Great for dunking. <laughs> Last time on this show, you've put them on your fingers, haven't you? Oh, Nibbled yeah, them off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope to God Bastille aren't doing that. <laughs> Ross, we'll catch up with you again soon. All right, lads, catch you in a bit. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you look on our Facebook page, you can see the video of the history behind Richie's main course for the Hometime Pub Grub Showdown, Hunter's Chicken. That's right, yes. And Lisa from Birmingham, though, she's not having it. She says, Hunter's Chicken is a French dish. It's got nothing to do with gladiators, she adds. Uh, yes, I mean, obviously I educated everyone earlier that it's, it's uh, something that was devised by Hunter on gladiators. We all remember him. Uh, that's why it's called Hunter's Chicken. Uh, I don't know where Lisa gets her French stuff from. The actual gladiators Twitter account. Real gladiators real gladiators have tweeted saying wow thanks absolute radio you learn something new every day our merchandising team certainly missed a trick hashtag hunter's chicken hashtag awooga ferme la bouche lisa If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Live radio at its most dangerous. As our tech system melts, as people continue to argue over the origins of Hunter's Chicken, we step away from that chaos, we spin our golden tombola, and there's only one ball that's going to come out, and that is the ball that's going to make tonight's phone-in topic. But what will it be? Do you know what I love about this show? You've got, you've got both ends of things, all right? So... We've obviously got the Hunter's Chicken stuff. We do, yeah, that's going um, on. All, all going off on uh, on the socials, as they say. Down at the O2, Brit Awards with MasterCard. Yeah. That's, you know, all the showbiz people walking by. Chat to Rossi. And then here we are. Meanwhile, back at base. <laughs> exactly. This is going on. <laughs> right. Do you think Bastille would have stopped to chat if they'd have realised this is going on? Yeah, hey, Pro- the ro- probably the ro- not. The Rock loved it. The Rock absolutely loved Kevin it, Kevin Hart he? loved it. Jim Carrey was indifferent. <laughs> right. you, did, you did the best you could with Jim. <laughs> OK, let's find a ball. Let's see what it corresponds with. It's, um, oh, my word, it's ball number ten. Ball number ten. First time it's been out on the show, I believe. It happened at a service station. Oh, wow. It happened at a service station. If you've got any stories about stuff that happened at a service station... For example, I bumped into Ian Holloway, who was the manager of Bristol Rovers at the time, at a service station. I think it might actually be the legendary Keel Services. Wow. I said hello to him on the way out the gents. Uh, this is going to sound uh, too much of a coincidence. Winchester Services, northbound, uh, one Saturday morning, round about half past ten, Harry Redknapp and yeah. Kevin Bond, when he was managing uh, Spurs at the time. Wow. They shared a car up on match day Harry was driving Kevin got the drinks this is unbelievable so great job he happened at a services happened at a services please get in touch now if you've had an experience at a service station that's worth sharing with the group 8 12 15 to get involved you can tweet us as well at Absolute Radio Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio Tuesday night our Tuesday Tombola has dictated that for the next 33 minutes, 33 that is, just in case you didn't hear, uh, that you guys get in touch with us to complete this sentence, it happened at a service station. We're getting some cracking stories in here. Gillian Stevenson says many years ago, I was working at the Happy Eater restaurant at a service station when Paul Daniels and Debbie McGee came in for something to 
eat and I had to resist saying that's magic. <laughs> Another text here says, I met Paul Young at Fleet Services. He was on the phone and just gave me the nod of appreciation. Now that's ironic. How? What do you mean, how? His album, obviously, not No Parlay. I didn't know that was... Is that, is that was that, his debut studio album in the 80s, Paul Young, No Parlay, which obviously means no talking. No talking, then and he doesn't talk to him. He doesn't talk. That is, um, it's a, if that is a before Paul's album came out, maybe Paul got the album title in that interaction. I feel we're going to have to find out this more about This is unbelievable. This. Do please let us know whether that made the album. We need wow. the details. Uh, meanwhile, Emily's hanging on. Who did you meet at services, Emily? I saw Marcus Mumford. Wow. Off of Mumford and Son. Oh, from Mumford and Sons, that's the one. Uh, wow. We're obviously trying to uh, plot on a map the service stations. Can you remember which one it was? I have no idea. I was lost at the time. <laughs> I've never really thought about this. So, Mar- if he's marked Marcus Mumford yep. and the band's Mumford and Sons, yes. they're not his lads, are they? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've met a couple of them and they do seem a lot older. I didn't re- maybe had kids really young. Who knows? So, you actually met yeah. him. Did you chat? What happened? Any, any kind of actual engagement? Well, we'd just been back from the Mumford and Sons concert. And we ran into the services for some food. And we were just on our way out, and we saw him buying a bottle of water. And we couldn't believe it. Ditched all of our McDonald's wrappers, ran over to him, and said, we've just been to your concert. And he was, we like, really enjoyed it. He was like, oh, thank you, do you want a photo? Fantastic. Do you know, the way Rich and I are with food, if you were halfway through a McDonald's, you're starving. Would you have, in terms of celebrity level, Richie, who would you, who would you drop a McDonald's for? Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I... It would have to take a real top end. Uh, do you know what? To keep the Gladiators theme going, Jet. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> you would only drop a McDonald's for Jet. Just a young girl. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. You are listening to The Hometime Show. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. Which means the Tombola has been spun. Ball 10 came out, which was related to this topic. It happened at a service station. Brian, tell us what happened. Well, I was out on the road uh, many years ago. Uh, I had a flat tyre, pulled into Denbidale service station northbound, got me all my gear out of the boots, put the spare tyre on, put everything back in the boot, but left my briefcase there. Oh. Went home, couldn't find my briefcase, and all of a sudden it all came on the news that Denbydale service station had closed down due to a bomb scare. Oh, Brian! Oh, and no. it was my briefcase that caused it all, so I had to go back, uh, introduce myself to the police. They drove, They took over my car, they made me sit in their car, and the bomb squad had just got there when I opened the briefcase to prove that it was mine. So you had managed to get there before your briefcase got destroyed? Yes. And I actually phoned the police and they just said what a silly man I was and I need to make myself known to the police, give my registration number of my car. <laughs> well, uh, what was in the briefcase after all that? It was just my all, all my uh, work proposals and things. I was I was a salesman at the time. Brian, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, brilliant! If anyone remembers that year when the uh, the what was it? What was Denby the Dale services northbound. Denby Dale services northbound was closed. Yeah. Maybe it, it yeah, disrupted it was, their plans. It was on the it, yeah. It was on the local radio. Uh, remember everything saying that uh, northbound services had been closed due to an incident. I in fact. They cleared everybody out of the hotel there as well. I had to go and apologise to, <laughs> to the manager. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Apologising to the manager. Brian, thank you for sharing. It's an amazing story. Thank you, sir. Absolute Radio. They are- 
asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Ross, it seems that things are picking up down there on the red carpet. What's been going on? I can confirm we've got rid of all of our chocolate. You're kidding. Yeah, they're all gone. So who's taken what? All right, so... Rolos taken by Rag and Bone Man. Like it, he's got very refined taste as Rag and Bone Man. He's a big lad, he'll stove those in quickly. His real name's Rory, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's it a gentler side to him. <laughs> he's very sweet. Um, okay, Foles took the Twix. Old school. Bastille took the party rings. Yes. Uh-huh. Dermot Kennedy took the after eights. Did he indeed? There's what? one for the dinner table. That is, he'll be very popular on the table that he sat on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bring Me the Horizon took the matchmakers. And, finally, I, we just spoke to Sam Fender, who is a lovely, lovely man, because he split his bounty with me. Ah, Now, do you know what? That's lovely to hear, actually, because you've just mentioned that everything's gone. You've been down there for this home-time show tonight for three hours. If he hadn't shared that bounty with you, you would have had nothing to go home with. I was about to collapse. I know, exactly. And he could have got, got all dizzy on the tube or something like that. We'd have chipped <laughs> in for a, a flapjack for you on the way home, Ross. <laughs> Thank you very much, my friend. You've been fantastic. We appreciate all the backstage goss. Anytime, guys. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. There's the podcast. If you've got any other dad jokes you'd like to share them in this dad joke forum, please drop us an email on the show, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. And do please know that when they come in, that producer Adam will see those emails as well, so he'll love it. Yeah. Absolute Radio.